Hi, this is Julie. This is Liz. This is Sheila. This is Monica. This is Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite Sisters to Go. You are listening to Satellite Sisters. So happy you're here with us today. It's Sunday, September 13th. I'm Leanne Dolan in Pasadena, California, and I'm happy to be here with my two big sisters. Sheila Dolan is in South Pasadena. Hey, Sheila, how you doing? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm Well, I've been a little sick this week. I got struck down by an evil cold. I'm going to tell you about it later. Oof. Yeah. Evil. Oof. <laughs> it's, it's bad. It was bad. But Julie, you're in Dallas. How are things in Dallas? They're great, Leanne. You know, it's still stinking hot here, but the U.S. Open is on. So I've been watching a lot of tennis, and I'm going to tell you about the finals, the women's finals uh, yesterday. Amazing. And Well, I think a lot of people were boycotting it, so I'm glad that at least one person watched it, Julie. So excellent. We do. We have a full show. We had some last-minute substitutions. <laughs> uh, we're shocked. Yeah, we're, we're surprised. Uh <laughs> Because Monica was supposed to be on today. Sheila had the day off, but Monica is a nurse, and she had to go do some nursing. Apparently, there was a medical emergency, so Sheila stepped in. Uh, Liz is out doing a walk to raise some money for breast cancer awareness in honor of a friend of hers that died last year from breast cancer. So it's the three of us. We have uh, we have some – what do we have? We have some recreation news. Yes, recreation news. Okay. We're also going to announce a new contest, Leanne. So that's going to be exciting. That's right. You're going to want to stay tuned for that. A new Facebook and Instagram contest for the fall. People were asking, what's the next assignment? We have the next assignment for you. Um, If you are the parent of a high school senior, like I am, you're in the middle of applying for colleges. We're going to talk about who else is applying for college this year, uh, who our kids are up against. Um, We're going to talk about uh, our new favorite show here at Satellite Sisters, Madam Secretary. So if you have not seen Madam Secretary, stay tuned. Sheila just raced through the whole first season of that. And um, Sheila went to the dentist. So that's a full show. That's that's absolutely (laughs) a full show. But Julie, let's talk about the U.S. Open because it was so heartbreaking when Serena lost on Friday. It Man, you- when I saw uh, you had you posted that on Facebook, I, I was I was working and I I didn't see it. I, I mean, I was stunned, and like like the whole world, like Serena, like uh, like like Roberta Vin- Vinci who beat Serena. <laughs> right, everybody was stunned, you know. And it was one of those moments where I. I like I had to talk to someone about it. I, I mean, it, it was obviously it's a different scale, but it reminded me a lot of when Princess Diana died. I honestly, I had to reach out yeah. and like discuss with someone what had just happened because here is Serena, the greatest female player of all time, and she loses in a semifinal to you know like a, an unknown. They they were describing this loss. It was as big of an upset as when the U.S. beat Russia with the Miracle on Ice slam. That's what they were saying, that this was such an upset, so unexpected and so so terrible because I think everybody really, you know, wanted to see Serena win the Grand Slam and to have Roberta Vinci, who played a fantastic game, like, yes. right? Yeah, she played out of her head, out of her mind. Yeah. 
best yes. match ever. You know, she'll best never yeah. mat- match ever. I mean, it was, it was just a moment. So yeah. I, I called up one of, I called up my tennis partner. I said, did you see that? <laughs> did you see what happened? I just had to talk about it. Yeah. Leah. I yeah. Know. It was, I know it was hard. It was emotional. It was, I couldn't believe it went to a third set. That's when I turned it on. I thought, Oh, she's got first set. She's got this. And then I was like, wait, third set. And yeah. 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 It was bad. Oh, it was rough. I, you know, it's just a reminder, like these things that to us, the casual fan or even the rabid fan, said, like, yeah, do the grand calendar grand slam. Those are so hard. It's so hard to win anything in sports. It's just yeah. really hard to win anything big like that. You just have to outlast a lot of people and battle yourself and battle a lot of things. It's just it, you can lose at any time. It's just a reminder. So, but it certainly doesn't diminish what an extraordinary athlete she is, no. what, what an extraordinary contribution she's made to women's tennis and, you know, the extraordinary record that she's had. So I think because of this, you know, this incredible loss, uh, people weren't expecting much of the finals because it pitted together Favia Panetta, who's ranked 26th, against the unranked Roberta Vinci, who beat Serena Williams, okay? So first of all, the backstory of these two Italian players is they grew up 40 miles apart from each other, you know, and they were young tennis stars, and both of them left their families when they were like 12 and 14 and moved to Rome to train for tennis, and they were roommates. These girls have been roommates. Years and years and years. And then they, of course, have played on the Italian team together. They played doubles together. They played against each other. So these two are longtime friends. They're, they are like great friends. And so they were, in some ways, the most unlikely finalists to end up together. You know, here are these two best friends, best tennis friends. You know, and they both have ended up in the U.S. Open, their first Grand Slam um, final. I mean, Panetta, who went on to beat Roberta Vinci in two sets. Do you realize um, Favia Panetta has entered 49 Grand Slam tournaments? 49. (laughs) She's never won. I've I've never heard of her. So, uh, you should yeah. look them up, Sheila. You should, and you should watch some on YouTube because these two played a great two-set match. And you know, I mean, what what was it? What was it? And they played hard. They played well. They had great shots. Um, and, but at the end, what was so sweet was the way they hugged and cried and sort of gave each other kisses at the end of the ma- match. I mean. To think about their individual journeys, their sort of uh, their collective journey together, that these two friends would end up in the U.S. Open. They, uh, Roberta, uh, Favia Panetta was talking after the match, uh, and she was saying that right before the match, I guess they have some fancy restaurant where the players can eat and things, and so she went in to get something to eat, and her friend Roberta was there, so she sat down with Roberta. And they're like chatting away, eating some lunch. You know, Mm. here are the two great, you know, they're going to be opponents (laughs) in the finals. Mm. And it was Boris Becker, you know, one of the great uh, tennis champions of all time, who is now also the coach uh, for Djokovic. He came up to them and said, do you two know you have to play each other in the final? They, yeah, you shouldn't be eating together. But a little, a little different than the Serena match. (laughs) The the ending of the Serena match. Yes. Yes. Wow. 
which is which is very typical. You know, I mean, when you lose, you know, at the end of the match, again, Vinci was was so seemed she was so excited for her good friend um, that she she wasn't disappointed. You know what it's like at the end of a tennis match. They usually speak to the loser first, and the loser is is always disappointed and some you know sometimes bitter but manages to choke out something that sounds sportsmanlike and you know things like that not so at the end of this match the two of them you know were just you know they both had the biggest smiles on their faces they had their arms around each other they were joking with the prize money they were joking with the trophy oh, i'm sorry I, mean, I didn't see it, it, <laughs> was, it was it was really pure joy you know that's a, that's amore that's yeah amore. And it, it was sheila and it, you know it just brought to life that you know that these are life they're lifelong competitors you know they never expected to be on the grand uh, you know scene and, you know, for the big event, the prime minister of Italy flew in to watch the finals, which, okay, now, you know, Italy's had about 8,000 prime ministers. I was going to say, I, I haven't, I'm not even keeping track who the new I, prime I minister even, is. I didn't make note of his name, Leon. <laughs> How because, would you know? Because they've had so many, you know, and right. he might not last, last the month, but this was going to be a big moment for him to be able to salute the two Italian players. And then... If that wasn't enough to see all this sort of joy, because they both were winners. That's what uh, Chrissy Everett said at the end of the match. I mean, Vinci had beaten the best player in the world. Uh, she had beaten Serena and and Robert, and Favia Panetta to, to, you know, to win the U.S. Open. Obviously, she, you know, she was a winner, but she's they, they it was it was a big win for women's tennis, for athletics, for sport, for just the thrill of sports, for a it wasn't the fairy tale ending that we all thought we were going to get with uh, Serena winning the Grand Slam, but it was a fairy tale ending. There's huh. no doubt about very it. Very sweet, very sweet. And story. then, and then, and then, Fabia Panetta announced that this was going to be her last match. It's the way to go. Re- she is- retired from tennis. Right. I mean, that's, cl- Roberts- that's classy. It yeah, is. It was. It Mic was. drop. Yeah. It was. Robin Roberts was interviewing her, and her face just <laughs> like. like you're kidding. No, no. So, but it was a, it, so it was a great moment. Even if you don't follow tennis, um, you know, you should just watch a little bit on YouTube. It was, it was just perfect. So I nominate uh, Fabia Panetta and Roberta Vinci to the Satellite Sisters Hall of Fame. Okay, Sheila, do you second the nomination? I second the nomination, <laughs> even though I only have Netflix access. I will watch the YouTube highlights. Find a way. Good. Uh, find a way. Find a okay. way. All right. Gonna, as, the, gonna, as the yeah. parliamentarian, I declare they are entered into the Satellite Sisters Hall of Fame. Okay. That's good. Okay. Well, seeing we're nominating, I want to nominate somebody else. Um, can we nominate a man to the Satellite Sisters Hall of Fame? Yes. Oh, sure. Okay. Sure. I would like to nominate my dentist, Dr. Roger Joe, does anybody second it? <laughs> well, uh, I think I need some more evidence. Okay, let me tell you what happened the other Joe. day. Okay, okay, this is classic my life. Now, as you guys know, I had some dental work done on my front teeth about five years ago. I don't know if you remember, I had some enhancement done to my four front teeth. Okay. I had, okay. I had, I had caps or veneers, okay. whatever you want to call them. <laughs> All right, it's no secret. I don't care. Um, so, and somehow like many medical procedures, I found that I 
had coverage for it. So my insurance covered it. (laughs) In other words, my teeth were in such bad shape that I needed to get them done. It was, it it was a medical, um, it was, it was justified is what I'm saying. In any case, uh, I haven't been enjoying these new teeth for about five years until Mm -hmm. the other day when I went out for a quiet Thai dinner uh, with a friend at uh, my favorite Thai restaurant, Indochin. And I was eating a simple vegetarian spring roll. Just just munching on a spring roll, not really biting on it because spring rolls are soft, right? Yeah. There's some bean sprouts, some rice paper. It's really nothing. It's just wrapped up air, basically. And, um, and all of a sudden I realized there was sort of a cold breeze blowing, (laughs) blowing across my front teeth. I was, I said, Oh, Oh my God. And this is your nightmare. If you've had any dental veneers or caps done, your nightmare is it's going to fall out. And on that very day in the middle of a Thai restaurant in a spring roll, somehow my front, one of my front teeth fell off, fell out, and was then lost. I mean, I literally <laughs> tore apart that spring roll. Oh, Jesus. Did my you friend, swallow it? You swallowed that thing? I, sw- I swallowed my tooth. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is the saddest thing I've ever heard. It, it, was, it was horrifying, demoralizing. I and um, an expensive. It, it, that's one expensive spring roll. That 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 is an expensive <laughs> spring roll, Leanne. And the reason I go there is because the spring rolls are so cheap. Yeah. Um, Leanne, it was gone. And then um, and my friend was horrified because I did some digging. I did some digging. I did a lot of. I I cried. Of course, you cry immediately. I can see you were pretty frantic at this moment. Is it painful, Sheila, when it when it comes off like that? No, it's it's breezy. I mean, you're you're. <laughs> yes, the nerves are exposed, Julie. So there is some there is some pain, but more more than anything, it's it's the most embarrassing thing that could possibly happen. Yes. Yeah. I mean. It, it, yeah, because you you look well, I look like a, you know, veteran crack addict all of a sudden went from looking like a nice, normal woman to um, a, some kind of crack, um, crack induced, you know, hysteria with one tooth missing. And I uh, my friend um, who is a good friend, but wasn't was not good in a crisis. <laughs> <laughs> said, what do you want me to do? I said, I want you to hug me right now and tell me that it's going to be okay. Just, just comfort me because this is really upsetting. And so I packed up my things. I, I, I mean, it was a good thing. I live alone. I didn't have anywhere to be that night. Uh, I went home and I emailed my dentist, Dr. Roger Joe, um, in Monrovia, who is a saint. He's a living saint. And I've always known this, but he proved it in this case, because the very next day he said, please come up first thing in the morning. We'll fit you in. He looked at me. He said, well, he said, let's do what we can do. And he just, he, I mean, the fact that I swallowed it, it, um, I I don't want to get too graphic, 
but it's basically gone. Okay, so, so that, that yeah, I think we understand what swallowing <laughs> means. We do, we do. We understand <laughs> the digestive system. Yeah. A little bit. I, I mean, there are some ways you can go with that, but I wasn't going to go that way. So I and so he just <laughs> basically slapped on a replacement, and it was fine. And he said, "Well, we could go just stick with this replacement, or I could, uh, I'd have to, you know, make a new one, which we get know. a gold one. Why don't you get a gold one?" <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I diamond studded. It's diamond I, I, studded. I literally maybe I with just, a satellite sister logo. Yeah, branded. You know what? Not a bad idea. But you know what? I'm just sticking with the replacement, <laughs> and I've been very, very happy. It's it's not a hundred percent match, but it'll do. And it also, I mean, what I'm doing right now is I'm being very aware of where I chew my food, because if this happens again... So, are you, are you chewing your food outside your mouth? Or what? <laughs> what does that mean? Well, Side, you're going I, to the side. You're... I'm going to the sides, because somehow yeah. I bit down on this spring roll with my front teeth. Uh, and, uh, again... That's no pretty way... standard chewing action, though. Yeah, I mean, that's... It, seems like, it seems like it shouldn't fall out like that, Sheila. Yeah. Well, for five years, it held up. I, I, I'm not faulting my dentist. I know we'll get lots of responses to this and say that's a bad dentist, but it's not a bad dentist who will fit you in on a Monday morning <laughs> when you're in crisis. When you're toothless, yeah. When you're toothless in a crisis. And, uh, or crisis, as, <laughs> as you're probably saying on Monday morning. And all I needed was some coverage. I just needed to just stop up that windy front gap in the, my tooth. I mean, that was the most horrifying thing ever. Wow. So, Dr. Roger Joe, Satellite Sisters Hall of Fame, instant winner. <laughs> well, I was going to tell you about being sick, but it's nothing compared to becoming a crack addict in an instant. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just got struck down by this incredible cold this week that the boys have both had at various times with really bad sore throat. You just feel terrible. I like haven't felt this terrible with a cold in a long time, but it was just combined with the fact that it was 107 in Pasadena. Oh. And so 36, I mean, I was fine Wednesday at lunch and by Wednesday at 4 PM, I could barely like keep my head up. And, uh, so by Friday, we were just, we were completely out of food and drink at our house. <laughs> and, and, you know, we were had really like bread and water. The kids were like, what, what are we having for dinner? I was like, well, a bread sandwich. How does that sound? And you know me, I have a lot of beverages at my house. Yes, I, yes. You have a well-stocked pantry, Leanne. There seems to be, there's always something good cooking at your house. Yeah, I don't, I don't hold back on the beverages. I like, I get juices, I get seltzers, I, I just, I get iced teas, I make iced teas, but I was just too sick. So by Friday afternoon, I love the fact that Colin now has a car and a license and he went to the grocery store and he bought himself a 12 pack of Sprite. <laughs> Oh, and came every, in. He's, every man for himself. Again. Yeah, oh. he's like, thanks a lot. He goes, I only had six dollars, and that's all I could afford. Oh, and Sprite. I, I know. Mean, 
I don't even like Sprite, but he no. does. It wasn't for me. It was for him. That was the point. Like he just, <laughs> we were so low on beverages that he like went into a grocery store for the first time in his life by himself. So I had and, to. And summer colds are hard because you can't eat soup in 106 degrees. It just was, uh, it was uh, awful. So then I had to go to the grocery store to get beverages and food and, you know, laundry detergent. And it was 103. And I really thought. I, I, at one point I just had my head up against the steering wheel. That's bad. That's a bad, you know, you go in, Were you're you like, operating the motor vehicle. I was, I was like, car. I need to regroup after returning my shopping cart to the front of the store. I don't think I can go on. It was rough. It was a rough cold, but that was it. We're all beverage. We're stocked up. I feel a lot better, but that was, that was hard. That was hard. Uh, all right. We want to announce our new Satellite Sisters contest. And um, uh, this, Julie, you have the information. but I do. This is the You're the Best Instagram and Facebook contest. And we are starting today, okay? And it's going to run through October 27th, which is our publication day date for our new book, You're the Best, A Celebration of Friendship. And so here's what we want you all to do, listening to the podcast. We want you to share your photos of your satellite sisters, and you can put them on our Facebook group or at, at Instagram. And if you put it at Instagram, please tag it, Sat Sisters, or, and use the hashtag, hashtag Sat Sisters YTB to enter. Okay. And what we want you to do is put a picture up of your satellite sisters, and then just tell us very, very briefly why they're your satellite sisters, you know, and because we want to, we want to gather pictures of all the satellite sisters out there all over the place, both on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, so, and each week, um, each Sunday, uh, we are going to be randomly selecting uh, a winner from our Facebook group, who has submitted a picture of their satellite sisters and also from Instagram. So you certainly want to get in on this so you can get your own free copy of You're the Best, A Celebration of Friendship. Yeah, I just want to mention too, Julie, I see we we already have a couple of photos up. You and I have both posted photos of our good friends. Again, it's hashtag SatSistersYTB, which is You're the Best. So if you're trying to figure it out, we had Sat Sisters Summer Fun. Now it's Sat Sisters YTB. You're the best. Also, we're looking to gather photos. So e- even if you don't get pulled to win the free book, which would be great, we would love to be able to use your photo in various slideshows on our website and our Facebook page and at some of our book events. So by posting either on Instagram or Facebook, you are giving us the permission to use those photos. If for some reason you don't want us to use that photo, but you want to post it to be entered in the contest, just write that down. Like, please don't use photo but hashtag SAS sisters YTB. Okay. I just want to make that clear. That's right. So Leanne put up one. I put up one just yeah. to give an example of, you know, what, you know, you can do better than we can. That's what I think. Like, I don't know. But- I think my best friends are really cute. They sent me that photo this morning. They're having coffee in uh, Connecticut without me. So oh. right away, put them right up on the, on the website. Very cute. Happy to see him. And yours is cute, Julie. I know it's a cute picture. Yeah. These, are my, these are my friends, college friends. We get together for Women's Weekend every year. And this was taken last year. It's uh, a good picture. Yeah, it's really self. cute. It's really yeah. cute. So that's what we're looking for. We're looking for fun photos of you and your satellite sisters. Uh, Liz is adamant it not just be one person. <laughs> you know, Liz. 
Really? Yeah. Well, she doesn't want, she wants you and your satellite sister in it together, not just a photo of your satellites. I know. And you can put a pet in it, but you also need another human being. Right. Okay. That, that is part of it. (laughs) So dogs and cats, the bonus points, but you do need another, a second human being in the picture. Okay. All right. So that starts like right away, right? Yes. Yes, it does. It starts today, Leanne. It starts today. So next Sunday, we'll uh, we'll announce our first batch of winners. Right. So that's exciting. We won't be able to send you the book till the books are out. But you'll you'll be categorized as a winner, and uh, and we would love to have your photos. So that's very exciting. And uh, for a consolation, you get a can of Sprite. Yeah. <laughs> when, when, yeah. Get your own no, twelve pack. No, not really. No, not yeah. unless you're going to send it. I'm not. Send it. I'm not sending it. Okay. Well, All right. sisters, now now that I've heard uh, your uh, oh yeah, Liam, you're going to tell us about um, about applying to college. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're a little off our rundown here. So um, if you're a parent with a high school senior like I am, um, you know that it's this year our children are going up against the two M's, right? Malala and Malia. Okay. They are both applying to college. So if you think you have an excellent candidate, you don't have Malala or Malia. All right. So just, but there was a story in the news today and I knew this would be coming. All right. Because let's face it, you know, Malala Yousafzai, she's the Pakistani teen who won the Nobel Prize after standing up for girls' education against the Taliban, okay? No one can compete with her. I know when she she won, the day that was announced, I looked at my 17-year-old, I was like, why couldn't you win a Nobel Prize? And I'm sure I wasn't the only one. But apparently, she is interested in going to Stanford. And Malala, I would just say this, why? But uh, other than that, apparently Stanford is requiring Malala to take the SAT. Okay. Oh, they are. Okay. Yeah. They're making. Yes. She's... Yes. Oh. Yeah. They do not have a test optional. Um, they do not have a test optional option, which many, many fine schools do, Malala. And you might want to look at those schools instead, because <laughs> I bet plenty yeah. of schools would be really, really happy to have a smart young woman from Pakistan who's won the Nobel Prize. So. <laughs> I mean, can you believe that? And they, they won't, they, the quote is that they don't want to be perceived as, you know, giving an unfair advantage to her. Okay, I think she should give her an unfair advantage. Yes, I know. Yes. She won that, the Nobel that Prize. That is the most ridiculous thing. I know. I have, I, that, I, it, it is in the Hall of Fame of most ridiculous things. Like, <laughs> that is crazy. Okay. So I just say, Mala, there's a whole list of test optional schools uh, that you can look up. And I would, I would suggest looking at any of those schools ahead of <laughs> that, that school in Northern California. That's what I would say. Now, Ooh. here's the thing. If she gets in, which she will, do you think she'll be the type of Stanford <laughs> uh, student who's going to let you know she's going to Stanford <laughs> and in the first five minutes? Is she going to get one of the? Yeah, she's just is her license plate going to be Stanford? And I don't think so. I don't think she needs to do that. No, I don't think she does either. She really doesn't need to go to college, but that's okay. Well, she believes in education, so you know, very strongly, pretty much her whole deal. So, I mean, right? She could probably make some money on the speaking circuit just with the Nobel Prize, but. I think she genuinely. If I were her, that's the route I yes. would go. I think that's clear. Yeah, it's <laughs> the past of least resistance. Where, 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 where do I not have to take the SAT? I'll do that. Exactly. <laughs> oh boy. 
And that's what, ironically, probably one of the tests you might not do well on. <laughs> it's just crazy. Anyway, it's just crazy. All right. Jewel? Yeah. All right. Well, I wanted to, you know, you girls, it sounds like you've had a rough week medically. We um, have. I, I mean, there's just a lot of things yeah. going on there. I want you to continue. Both of you should just stay on fluids. <laughs> Sheila, I think you should stay away from solids altogether. So. <laughs> <laughs> But I saw some stories about recreation, and I thought they might appeal to you. Now, the first one um, is about uh, something that they're trying to institute in South Korea, and that is they have a $10 million campaign going on right now to increase the amount of people doing slow hiking. Listen to this. Okay, Leon, I know we're talking about hiking. Yeah. And I know how much you hate hiking. I hate it. Yeah. Yeah, you're talking to the wrong people, girl. I know, but I, listen, listen, no. girls, listen, please stick with me, okay? Because apparently in South Korea, uh, people are very wound up. It's a very stressful place to live. Uh, and so, um, but it's also a very, uh, the Korean Peninsula, as you probably know, is very mountainous. Uh, and so a lot of people, for their recreation, they go hiking. But they take all that stress to the mountains. And so they are like just churning up the hiking paths and they're doing these grueling hikes and they're like, uh, they're knocking people down, trying to get to the summits of these various hikes because that's their whole, that's, that's, they're so wound up. They can't relax. Okay. So what South Korea government is trying to do is they are trying to institute slow hiking. And I thought this would appeal to both of you that instead of even like thinking about going up to the mountaintop, you just slow down. You just breathe fresh air. And, mm. that, and perhaps you just sit or stand in the valley. There's no reason to go to the top. Now, doesn't that sound like something you would like, Leanne? Oh. No. I mean, I think, I think I explained my philosophy to you when we were hiking in Bend a month ago when I was leading the hike. And I said, the only thing I like about hiking is finishing. So my theory was like, the faster I go, the faster we'll be done with this hike. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. The only thing worse than, than fast hiking is slow hiking. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yes. 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 Yeah. We're, we're, you no, could enjoy we, it. You, I mean, you don't have to get anywhere. I mean, that's the point. Then, then just don't go. I mean, why? what's the point of that? I'd rather stand no, in my backyard. <laughs> I just want to stand I, in my backyard then. There's... Get hot, dusty. You don't want to get hot. No, no. Well, you know, it is nice to be out in the fresh air. You know, it is nice to be, you know, with nature. It's good. It's good to be out of a city. You know, out of a car, just uh, walking around in nature, listening to nature. That's all you'd have to do. Give it a chance. I can do that sitting by my window. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Like, seriously. Seriously. Oh, hiking for you. Okay. 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 What's your next well, idea? My next recreation um, thing that I wanted to talk about was um, I'm new to this, but I had a big story in the New York Times about the Wanderlust Festival, which is a giant yoga festival. Um, and yes. This, and there, and it's on uh, in Hawaii on the North Shore of Oahu, and it sounds, you know, it sounds kind of um, amazing. Cause it's, uh, you know, it's, it's yoga classes, but it's so much more. They say it's like yoga has turned into Cirque du Soleil so that, 
you know, they have trapeze stuff. You can do uh, yoga classes on paddle boards. And essentially, you do yoga all day, and then you party all night. Smoke pot. That's what it is. They have a mindfulness triathlon, which is like you get a five, you do a 5K run, then you have a yoga class, and then you do med- uh, guided meditation. Oh, so I like uh, that. I think that sounds good. And and it's and it's all in the name of wellness. So yes, there appears to be some pot smoking at these events, Sheila. Um, and, but they say like during the day, everybody is you know eating very healthy, eating kale, which is a, a, another <laughs> item to stay away. Eating from. kale, eating kale. But at night, people are drinking cocktails. So uh, that that sounds good. And this caught my eye because um, this month. Um, my husband and I um, decided that we were going to start taking yoga together. Now we, we have never done it. Lee and I know you're you're a big yoga yes. uh, student. Been and doing yoga students. for twenty five years. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, uh, but my neighbor is a yoga instructor, and for and for years she has said, you know, why don't you come to one of my classes? Come to the introductory classes. <laughs> and so so I finally went, and I enjoyed it. Is she teaches Iyengar Iyengar yoga. Um, and, uh, I liked it and I came home and I was telling my husband about it and, you know, it's just a little competitiveness between the two of us because, you know, it was like, oh, well, maybe I should do it. And I said, well, maybe you should do it because there are a lot of people in the class and everything. Yeah. So, uh, you get, you so- get tied up. You use a lot of props. Well, you know, you just, yeah, uh, so, so so we went, we went together because he knows my neighbor too. And, uh, but he is now turned into like yoga master, you know, he's like, <laughs> he is, you know, he's looking at the sheet in this uh, yoga studio and he sees we're in the introductory class, but he said, you know, there are four levels. He, he said, how long do you think it's going to take me to get to the fourth level? Oh, oh my, my God. It's just, not Scientology. It's I, I a- know. <laughs> It's a, as they always say, it's a practice, not a perfect. <laughs> I, I know, Leanne. I know. I, that's what I just, but, um, and I, that's what I told him before class. It's like, look, it, it's just about you. <laughs> don't look at anyone else. Nobody's going to be looking at you. You don't have to worry about that. Um, uh, but he was totally looking at me, tell, giving me a few pointers. Oh um, my gosh, you're kidding. Oh no, you oh, cannot. That's, oh. no. No, but, but at the same time, I liked it. We liked going, it was fun for us to discover something new together. Okay. okay. Wanderlust. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, uh, so Wanderlust, I can see maybe the two of us. They have them all over, Julie. It's not just yes. Hawaii. It's all over America. In fact, I think there's but one going like on. it would in... be good yeah. to go to Hawaii. Yeah, I've never been to it Hawaii. And if, I was, and if it's all about yoga. But, oh, yeah. So we're, uh, we're, in, we're into it. I, you know, I just. Um, well, I'm proud so, of you. That's good. And Iyengar is a good place to start. You learn all the right uh, lineup. You know, you learn the right a way to do it in Iyengar and then you can branch out. So you can move very quickly, but, but you know, there are people who have been doing it for decades. Sometimes you're a level four and some days you feel like a level one. There's nothing. (laughs) Some days you're standing on your head and some days you're lying on your back. That's the way yoga is. So, okay. Okay. I'm proud we're, of you we're guys. Off. That's we good. Are, we're like, we, we are, we're doing it. We're in our pose right now. Yeah. <laughs> so Julie, are you going to tell us about the new light bulbs? Or are we going? <laughs> I forgot. Wow. A yes, little rusty you. on the transitions, aren't you? Sheila? <laughs> you're, just, you're blowing our entire outline. You have not hit one. 
thing. Now, no. one thing. No, I'm not going to tell you about light bulb shield. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. So you are, are going... just, you're just <laughs> going to have to wait. So yes, because you don't, you're not going to know any of this information about light bulbs. I'm going to save it. Okay. I uh, can't wait. I can't wait. wait. Cause I, then I'm up with Madam Secretary. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Okay. How long have you been doing this show, Sheila? Okay, 15 okay. years. 15 How years. exciting is this? Madam Secretary is on Netflix. So the first season of this incredible show <laughs> is now on Netflix. I watched the entire first season in three days. Um, <laughs> why is this so? Why is this show so incredible, Sheila? Well, it's incredible. Well, first of all, it's Taya Leone. Okay, starring as Secretary of State Elizabeth McCord. Um, so she is great. Uh, and I think it's time to forgive Taya for marrying David Duchovny. It is time. That- it is. Yes. yes. It's time. <laughs> yeah. No idea that he was such, such a robber. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. yeah, she didn't know that. So, um, but in the show, Madam Secretary, Taya is married to the great. Tim Daly, how cute is he? Yeah, T- Tim Daly, Julie. I don't know if you remember, he was on Wings. Yes, I, I, I always see, had a little crush on him. He's cute. Yes, 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 he's definitely yes. crushable. Um, and uh, BB Newworth is part of her staff. BB Newworth, who is a great New York stage actress and dancer, and I don't know, Leanne, have you seen it? BB Newworth, her face is getting whiter, yeah, wh- whiter. <laughs> She is as white as the whitest paint. I mean, she she's she is so white. Um, yeah. she's incredible. And um, any yes, I mean, she a couple weeks ago on the show, Sheila, I mentioned I had discovered Madam Secretary in reruns, so I recommended that Julie see it because Taya Leone's hair and wardrobe are just so fantastic, oh, and there's oh. a lot of good, you know, fun writing in the show. And so this week, I said to Julie, "We should, you need to watch the whole season on Netflix because we should start doing a recap when season two comes back." But every time with BB Newworth plays her chief of staff, and every single time, I think she's going to break into song and dance. You know, I <laughs> I know it's just I know because she's standing there with her perfect dancer posture. Right. <laughs> And it's like, come on, baby, kick a leg up, do a leg kick. Yes, <laughs> no. definitely. So, and the producers are really interesting. So there's Barbara Hall who created the show, but Morgan Freeman, Julie is one of the producers mm, okay. and uh, David Semmel, who's a famous producer in Hollywood. Um, and Eric Stoltz, one of our family favorites yes. is, is okay. So, if He's the no director. Other, he often directs. Yeah. Yeah. So for if no for no other reason, first of all, it's a great show. It's very juicy. She she was an ex CIA agent, and um, Tim Daly, her husband, plays a college professor. The kids are great. Everybody's great. But Julie, the wardrobe, the hair, the makeup is phenomenal. Um, so basically, <laughs> well, worth watching right there. I mean, who needs a plot as long okay, as good yeah. So basically what they did was they took everything Hillary Clinton does and did the opposite. So basically <laughs> there are there are no pantsuits. There are no pantsuits. It's all separates, Julie. Yeah, lot yes, Sheila, good call. So the the designers are like Giorgio Armani, Stella McCartney is one of the designers, um The Row, Mary Kate and Ashley Olson's company. Um there's so it's very modern. 
clothing, very sophisticated. Um, and then her hair is fantastic. It, it's just, so, it's volumized at every level, isn't it? Yes. It's just constantly volumized. It's <laughs> rumpled, it's layered, it's casual, but it's full and completely fantastic, but <laughs> not like, you know, Hillary's, you know, totally coiffed hair. Somehow they make her look sort of casual while she's running the country. It's so, it's so excellent. Um, no headbands, no clips, no scrunchies. Um, and by me, oh, by all means, no pearl necklaces. All right. <laughs> That's true. Sheila. Good so call. everything she wears is like gold and beautiful and very simple, very classic. And, uh, and Taya's great in it. Um, I, I would, I would say that everybody is fantastic in it. I'm trying to think if there are any, I mean, you ha- first of all, you have to watch it and, and then we can break down each episode. Um, and I can't wait for season two. I mean, I, I'm completely hooked. Well, you're going to have to wait cause you only have Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> The rest of us can just watch it on CBS on Sunday I know. Night. Isn't that crazy? It is. It's, well, you could, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy and how that works, but. It's, but so don't, actually, I should right, not be a... in. I should not be in on any calls when you're discussing season two. I take it back. I take it back. All right. Sounds good, Sheila. That's a very strong recommendation. All right. Uh, Madam Secretary, I'm going to start. I'll do my prep work, watch season one, and we'll be ready to go with season two. Exactly. That's what we're doing. I just want to invite everybody for the Tuesday show. We're considering Madam Secretary as our fall TV recap. Uh, It is network. It is on Netflix. I think you can find it on CBS On Demand and a few other places if you're trying to find the episodes. But I'm sure you'll just be able to jump right in in season two as well, uh, especially to appreciate the hair and makeup and the clothing. You know, Sheila, she's dating Tim Daly in real life. Did you know that? No. Yes. I did not know that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that is great. Yeah. That no, is excellent. Yeah. They, they came out apparently as a couple at uh, the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Oh. So. Oh, life and, and, and drama and art. That is so great. Well, the other thing that's great in this, Julie... The mm-hmm. men, the men have impeccable wardrobe as well. That's so the me, the men's suits are amazing. So All I'm right. sure those are Giorgio Armani. <laughs> Most <laughs> college professors wear Giorgio Armani. <laughs> yes, I remember exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so. Even the dro- the dropout daughter is wearing Stella McCartney. Yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously. <laughs> no, it's good. Yes. I wish I had Stella McCartney when I dropped out of college. Anyway. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, you had some questionable wardrobe choices at that time in your life. I will say well, that. Well, we all did. Uh, it was the 80s. So <laughs> everyone did. All right. Very briefly, I have a story on style tips. Uh, I have eight simple rules to pull any outfit together. I know we're all going to be out and about. In fact, this week, Julie and I will not be doing a Tuesday show. Uh, I have a bunch of speaking engagements. Julie has a speaking engagement. And then you're headed off to Brooklyn for another stint as Urban Nana, right? 
Yes, I am. I'm, go- I'm going in. I'm going into Brooklyn. Yes. <laughs> Parachuting in. Julie, uh, the New York Times reports today that man buns are still holding on in Brooklyn. So if you could just get do some on-the-ground reporting on the man I bun. I will get you an accurate count of the number of man buns okay. that I see on right. any given day. Yeah. Okay. Sort my, of a census, a yeah. man bun census. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, Brooks has a man bun, my son. And so he's considering oh. cutting, chopping the man bun off. And so just say the word. Like if you say it's over in Brooklyn, it's dead, he's going to go with the short haircut. So, all right. But here's what Real Simple says that we should be doing this season. And I took a look at the eight rules. I cannot achieve six out of eight of them. So maybe the Oh, no. I just do not work when any of this happens. Okay. First of all, rule number one, you're supposed to mix masculine with feminine. I don't Uh, don't like wearing a tie. I'm never going to wear a tie. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, I I'm considering a vest. Oh, okay, Sheila. All right. I I like a long vest. Yeah. With, well, okay. Let us know how that goes. Then. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, just a long vest with like a tee. Yeah. A tea. And then it, with like a feminine skirt or pants or pilates. Feminine or, pants. Okay. Yes. Okay. We'll report back on how that. I'm goes just going to try to do everything Taylione does. Again, uh, actually. I know. The hair is unbelievable. Just don't run the country, please. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Masculine and feminine. Okay. Uh, Rule number two, style around your shoes, which I can't do because I just wear like bunion shoes. So Yeah. yeah. That's tough for me too. Yeah. Julie, you... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'll I'll take on that one. I can do it. I can do it for... I'll do it for the team, sister. Yeah. You've got the only good feet in the family, actually. No, they're not good feet, Sheila. They're just better than yours. That's (laughs) Okay. Well, and they've re- they've retained their size and shape from yes they have yes, yes they have. Whereas, that's yeah. <laughs> whereas, they're yeah. not malformed um, <laughs> no no don't I go know. into it don't go okay. into it although now that you're doing yoga your feet will grow okay uh, rule number three add one more accessory. So in the, in the picture, um, they, the girl, the model is carrying a small dog. So I don't, I don't know if that's the accessory we want to mm. add, but mm. that's, I thought you were supposed to take off one accessory. But yes. That's what you're, that's your, that was like the golden rule, rule of fashion. Like just before you leave the house, take one more thing off, you know, apparently so. it's just before you leave the house, pick up your dog and go outside. <laughs> that appears. Okay. All right. Simple rule number four. Let let bigger make you feel better. All right. What There's no con- no context where that works. A uh, bigger dress? Or yeah, bigger? like wearing like a full skirted dress. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. I would Say agree. no to that rule. I would agree. Okay. How about rule number five? Use casual to elevate dressy. So nothing says comfort confident effortless style like combining two different dress codes like you know the sharon stone famous t-shirt and you know fancy dress that kind of thing that does not work that that does not work unless you're sharon stone it really doesn't yeah it does not work okay this i have done this is the only one i've done successfully (laughs) wear just one color but vary the tones Yes, oh, I okay. like that. Yeah, like grays together or browns together. All right. And then this is the other one I can do because I rarely go to the extreme. Temper the extreme. <laughs> you know, one wild pants or who one crazy scarf, but then that's all you wear. Temper the extreme. 
And then I know this is a favorite of yours, Julie, and yours, Sheila. When in doubt, define your waist. Belt it. When in doubt, belt it. Yeah, I am a belt believer. Yeah, belt believer, no doubt. (laughs) Belts are coming back, I read this year, Jill. They're coming back this fall. They never went out, Leah. They never went out. Mm -mm. (laughs) All right. So consider those when we're getting dressed over the next couple weeks as we head out on the town uh, for You're the Best. All right, you guys, we're going to wrap it up um, because I think my voice is done here. We will be posting a couple of best of or some throwback Thursday shows this week, some golden oldies as Julie travels to Brooklyn and we, we fan out and do our thing here. Sheila, got anything planned for the week? Um, no, I am, um, no, I'm just <laughs> relaxing and I'm going to look for that CBS on demand. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going gonna, gonna to do, okay. do some serious looking. Okay. Yeah. Just get ready. Cause you have like, I think it's October, the middle of October when the show comes back. So you have time to figure that out. You have time to figure that out. All right, Julie, safe travels to Brooklyn. Okay. All right. Thank you. And, uh, we will talk soon. So don't forget to post at Instagram or on our Facebook group. Sat Sisters, uh, YTB, put uh, put up the pictures of your Satellite Sisters. We'd love to see them. Right. You and your Satellite Sisters, you're the best. Let us know who you are in the, in the picture and uh, why you're the best. We'd love to see those. All right, everybody, have a great week. And don't forget, call your Satellite Sister. This podcast is brought to you by You're the Best, a celebration of friendship, a collection of essays by the Satellite Sisters, available October 2015 at SatelliteSisters.com or wherever books are sold.